0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I knew what I was going to do was going to be very special with my life. I'm an example just to show people that like you come up from nothing. Prince had dedicated... His whole legacy to celebrating women, celebrating women of color and celebrating positive
1: music. I'm gonna uphold that.
0: You're your own worst critic. I feel like you should be it, anyways, but I, I'm always that and I was just hating my song, so I was hating myself.
1: Some people are at their
0: cubicle job right now making way less, than some people are across the world in a goddamn sweatshop making like nothing a day and we're getting paid to sing and dance. To sing and da- that's a blessing.
1: Artists out here, they're just willing to settle for anything. You know what I mean? And once you're willing to settle for anything, you deserve anything you settle for. Yo, this young Murder. Yo, this is Lizzo. This is
0: August Regal. What's
1: good? It's Kelani. This is your man, Blake Carrington. You're
0: listening to The Come Up Show. Get inspired. Hey, welcome to The Come Up Show podcast. My name is Chetto. I'm the host and founder of The Come Up Show. And my special guest today is Claremont II. This is his second time on The Come Up Show podcast. If you haven't checked out our previous interview, please do so because he's progressed and grown in such a short amount of time. In this interview, we talked about his new album titled Little Mont from the Ave, and he told us about his different personas from Claremont II, Little Mont the Ave, and the Sassy Boss. He also told us about the time he almost lost his life in a car accident, what it was like to license his previous album to a label, and so much more. Without further ado, Claremont II and the Come Up Show podcast, let's go! <laughs>
1: Please introduce yourself What's going on guys, it's uh, Claremont II A.K.A. Lomont from The Ave You know what I'm saying? Take a walk, I got things to do I'm a busy dude, while you're boo Always sending news, posing in my teeth With my face, type of stuff she do Just know what to do. Wasn't good enough for these tricks, but they had no clue. Hit a mirror up, like what's up? You so freaking cute. Past girls hit me up, like what's up? What you been up to? Why you playing dumb? Google me. You know uh, little mom for the, yeah, that's the new AKA. The, that's, that's, yo, that's. What the, does that the, mean? Yo, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the trap, the II. That's who that is. The that's, trap. The, the that's 808s. What the, that's come. what
0: these little braids are for, right? Yo, these
1: braids is Lomart from from that's a low Honestly, yeah. The high tops, clermont the second, um, and <laughs> and and the do rag and the sunglasses is is the saucy boss. Those are my three up uh, personas right there. But so, honestly, I think like uh, sorry, the three personas again are uh mont from the app, little mont from the, the second, yeah. And the saucy boss. The saucy boss. The saucy boss. Who's the saucy boss? I want to know more boss. about the saucy boss. Yo, the saucy <laughs> boss is he's a little bit low key right now, but uh <laughs> he's 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 coming up, he pops in in and out, you know. Mm. Uh he's more of the it's funny. He could be many things, but he's more uh the R and B. Ah, like The R and B guy, okay, okay. But uh but Lil Mont from the Ave, you know, is is because it's kind of like everything. Mm-hmm. You know, Claremont II is, like, earlier in me. The Saucy Boss is, like, future me. And Mont is, like, that bridge. And, uh, yeah. So, man. right
0: now, Little Mont is alive. It's, For sure. This is who we got today. Always, yeah. Little Mont. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's a beautiful thing, man. Uh, Claremont, from the last time we connected, at least at least a year ago now, uh, you know, you've progressed, which is a beautiful thing. Progress uh-huh. is the name of the game you've been on a national-wide tour yeah with sunreal yeah man uh sunreal is a machine when it comes to that touring game
1: you're always on tour
0: all the time ever since that song and video everywhere we go came out Popped. he's basically yeah. has not stopped touring it seems like nah, he's, all he's across he's home
1: for what like what a month and then he's back on the road again yeah. but that's a, yeah he, that's him he took advantage of
0: that momentum and is building as right so and exactly. we could see he's growing and that's important when you have that momentum when you have that break to go get it and go you know to make the most of it honestly uh and you were on tour with Sunreal opening up as a special guest uh across all across Canada right
1: yeah and uh so in some, in some places in the states too exactly yeah. when
0: what was that this past winter yeah winter of, uh it was uh,
1: it started late January, so like the 20... january of twenty seventeen yeah. yeah and yeah. then uh went until March. How many so how many dates was that? 28 until, 28 days. I think we ended up doing 27 because a date got canceled because yep. we were stuck in uh, I think we were stuck in Fredericton and mm. the weather was really bad. Yeah. It was like the streets, the snow was up high, blah blah. blah. Flight got canceled mm. couldn't. there was no other other flight. Uh, mm. so we ended up just staying in Fredericton mm. or Halifax, one of the two, but like, yeah, we were, yeah, mm. so 27 shows amazing. And uh, how was that experience, man? It was interesting, man. Canada's an interesting place. It's, uh... Yeah. It's... It's... Like, you know in movies when you watch, uh, like, you know, American movies and they, like... There's a Canadian person in the movie and they talk, like, super, like, you know... Canadian. They kind of sound Irish, like, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I've never heard anybody talk like that in Toronto. I don't understand where this is coming from. But then you go everywhere else in Canada and that's how everybody (laughs) talks. It's crazy. So... um, Yeah, it's, it's, Canada's big, it's, uh, there's no place like Toronto, though, man, in Canada, like, Toronto's that city. Maybe, like, Vancouver a little bit, and maybe, uh, Halifax, but, yeah, Toronto's that city, man, like, it's, Hmm. I love how, like, multicultural it is here, man, and, like, there's just so many cultures. There's so much culture. so many cultures. Yeah. And, like, you could, like, yeah, man, I, Hmm. yeah there's no place like home no not at all but being
0: uh seen uh, going across canada and going on tour with sunrio who's been on tour so many uh concerts and dates or whatever i guess what did you uh you know what did you learn what did you get from that experience
1: um i think uh one of the main things uh the first part of the tour actually was in september when i did the, the four dates right uh like a school run, or it was yeah. yeah, it was like uh it was Montreal uh Waterloo, Kingston, and London, Ontario, so I think it was yeah in Kingston, pretty much i, I went out from my microphone, blah blah, blah, and I'm talking to the mic, the mic's not working, the mic's just not turning on, blah 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 blah, and I'm like, yo like what's what's the deal, why isn't my mic working, and it was like a long time it wasn't working for, so I had to. So I think uh Byron, Sunreal's manager, called me off stage, like, yo, just come off, right? And the Sunreal uh told me he's like, yo, every whenever you're like you're on stage and the sound man's messing up or the mic's not working, whatever, just get off the stage. Like that's not something that should be placed on you. So just, just leave and then let them fix it and then you know, come out again. And that that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh just because it's it's kinda like recognizing your worth, you know. Just like I'm someone that deserves, you know, a working mic and uh, just, you know, not necessarily being able to act like a snob, but like just knowing like what you're worth. Like, yo, if someone else is messing something up, like that's not your fault. Just, you know, but in that uh, context, walk off the stage, let them fix it and let me use his microphone for that show and stuff like that. Just uh, that was like. As subtle as that is, like, that was kind of a a big, that was a cool thing.
0: Know your worth, value your worth, and also you don't want to make yourself look bad. Exactly. Right? Especially when it's not even in my hands. Like, I can't do nothing about that. It's not fair for you to accept the blame for that. Nah. Right? Nah. So when you kind of, like, walk off, it's not being a diva, but it's kind of protecting your worth and your status as the artist because you're on that stage for a reason.
1: Yeah. I worked. I worked very hard. To get, to get so, there,
0: and you don't want that perception from the audience perspective to see you like you know, he. You gotta have that kind of aura, yeah, a little bit to you, exactly, exactly, right? That's awesome. So you learn that like that little distinction there, like yeah. hey, like if, that's something yeah. like I
1: I knew, yeah. but at the same time, like it's context too, right? I've mm-hmm. never been on you know a tour before, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Anything else that you learn from Sunreal or
0: Sunreal's, Sunreal's team on how they moved and cuz they've done hundreds of shows now?
1: Man, like I just uh I like how in-house they keep it cuz that's exactly how we keep it. Um me and my team is just me and my team, you know. And uh, we do everything ourselves, same way they do everything themselves. Mm-hmm. Um it's nothing like major that I really learn from them. I just like how they work and I and I love how, you know, how close they are and I just pick up little things here and there and stuff. Uh I learned some stuff from uh Sunreel's camera guy and stuff like that. You know, I learned some things from uh, Sunreel's merch guy. Shout out Dane, L-Train. Uh, those guys, like, L-Train showing me, you know, good merchandise setups. You know, things like that make the merch look presentable and, like, how you interact with people. Mm-hmm. And Dane showing me some camera stuff here and there and stuff like that. Brian is a beast right now. You know, um, just, like, the stuff Sunreel's doing, the stuff Jesse Reyes is doing, like, it's, it's beastly. So that's you know kind of pick up things here and there you
0: know? mm. so it's a good thing to have a model of to see how things are actually work work yeah, because
1: uh you don't sometimes you don't know yeah, you could you be doing things you're right know, but you man. don't know
0: like hey am i doing it right Because yeah. i haven't that's, had anybody
1: to learn from yo, that's my major question all yeah. the time like yeah? like you've seen my you've seen like what like how the music's been moving right yeah and i'm like yo what am i doing wrong because like the avenue should have like a million views by now. Mm-hmm. Like my like the quest for Michael Honey should have been nominated for a Grammy. Like just all like things like that. At so least so, a so, Juno. Something. Yeah. Even a Juno. Like, yeah. like what's what's the problem here? Like why am I, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: why am I not on the short list for the Polaris? You know what I'm saying? It's just and it was just a question just like, yo, what am I doing wrong? Why isn't why aren't the people pushing this as much as like I feel like they should? Or like, why am I not known as as like as big as like at a level that i feel like i should be at like in toronto and you just don't know man like you just never know and and it's funny because people tell me like yo i see everything you're doing like you're doing it right man don't worry like you're young and blah 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 and i'm like yeah but Lil yadi's young too and this guy is like <laughs> you know he's on his own tour like that's that's stuff i wanted to do i wanted to do my first tour with my friend's by the end of high school like before I ended high school you got Steve Lacey uh, from internet Mm. nominated for a Grammy before he's done high school and like that's just stuff I wanted to do and but at the same time it's very inspiring too so but you just never know that can be dangerous to compare yourself like that oh for sure it is it definitely is so like you have to learn to stop you know what I'm saying it's just just like you just never know like you know back to like you were saying like you just never know man like Mm. what am I doing wrong um, but I think I think I'm I think I'm doing pretty good. Like I'm seeing like numbers change for myself. I'm seeing like you know yeah people like more excited, and uh, that makes me happy because I'm excited and like I connecting with the people more mm. uh, is something that I'm I'm very focused on. If you're like most
0: people, the first thing you do when you wake up, you grab your cell phone and you check your social media apps. Include The Come Up Show part of that routine by following us on Instagram. It's where you see original pictures of your favorite artists, inspirational wisdom from our interviews, commentary on what's happening in the culture, contest, and so much more. Follow us on Instagram right now at The Come Up Show.
1: I'm not not friends with a person until they do something that has me like, yo, you're, you're shady, like you're weird. But like, off top, like, I'm cool with a person, like, always. So, like, if I can meet more cool people like that and cool people are about the cool stuff I'm doing, then cool. Oh, sorry, what are you t- exactly talking about? Like, so, other like, artists or? No, just people in general. Okay. So, like, when it comes to the fans, like, mm-hmm. if a fan is cool, like, why can't we be friends, you know? But uh, you start moving funny, then it's like, oh, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know if we can be friends. But, like, uh, the people are excited. Yeah. And people are are happy about what I'm doing and it like I want to meet those people. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's so.
0: it's funny cuz as you c- start to gain celebrity uh and status, are you g- uh, coming across those funny people, weird, oh, different always. and how do you always.
1: Man, <laughs> it's 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 not that hard to, you know, avoid those yeah. people. It's not that hard, but yeah, I, I come across <laughs> it, man. It's interesting. It's people are just funny. It's I don't know, man. I I think I'm so focused on like just making sure that I'm able to make like a good full length album and a good music video. And, yeah. And just my music and my art like that. I just don't have time to deal with. Hundred Those situations, you know. Uh, but you're, yeah. I mean, you're always grinding. You're uploading a YouTube video right now. Right the now. The next as we video speak. is being used and being uploaded yeah. to YouTube. Yeah. Like. Right now. <laughs> I think the video is dope too. Uh, I don't know when it's be out, but go watch it. Yeah. You know LB on and what's the YouTube channel, QuickTime? Uh Claremont the second. Just YouTube yo just Google me, fam. Google Everything me. will pop up. Yo, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, <laughs> all that stuff. That's amazing. Um
0: uh, you know, you were talking about, you know, the comparing a little bit and seeing like, you know, the Steve Lacey's get a Grammy before they're done high school, mm-hmm. the comparing, a comparison and how could that can be unhealthy. And yeah. uh, one of the ways that we do that nowadays, is especially with social media, mm-hmm. it could be the most basic things, not only artists, but just everyday people posting. Eh, I'm on a trip here or whatever. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, last time yeah. you and I spoke, you were talking about how you had to stay off the Internet to stay sane.
1: Jeez.
0: Right? That's real. Uh, because it wasn't... Uh, that Around that time, the, the team Backpack uh, Freestyle Cypher came out. Yeah. There was, like, hundreds of comments on that, millions of views on it, and, like, you saw something you didn't like, and you realized you had to stay sane.
1: You had to Yeah, get man, people... Yeah. <laughs> people are confusing, man. <laughs> <laughs> how so? I don't know, like... It's like, how could you not feel my verse? <laughs> this, is, this is such a real verse. But, uh, yeah, man, like, just... I get caught up in that stuff man I'm just reading stuff that you know kind of has you like ugh.
0: how are you dealing with social media now then how are you in that because social media is like seems like it's got even more negative than a year ago yeah
1: now, with all that's I, happening i uh yeah. what i do is i return to it when i'm finished and what that means by is what that means is uh if i'm working on like on a project like an album i'll delete everything just so i could work and focus on finishing it uh because with what the internet, delete everything like i'll like oh, the, the, the the apps, apps and yeah. stuff like that because like it's off sh- your phone off my phone yeah. like i'm i'll log out on, on on my computer just because it's such a distraction once i finish the project then it's like all right i'm ready to come back i'm ready to mention it to the people like yo uh this coming out this day blah blah, blah. same thing with music videos same thing with you know everything every aspect before if i'm gonna announce a show or something like that i disappear for a little bit then i come back and i'm like yo this is what's happening because i don't have much to say man like (laughs) there's too many distractions there's too many distractions Mm -hmm. so you're using social media not letting it use you exactly it's, strict, it's for the music it feels good when you do that right yeah
0: when you're productive and you're like haha social media you don't got me like you that exactly because oh, I, I had so to do refreshing. things like that too like I, I've yeah. you know I've personally deleted my personal Facebook which is an extreme thing that I had to do but I realized um especially me being in the media thing right like
1: yeah, um, yeah for sure this is kind of like your field man you have to be on it right yeah like, but
0: like I, I got to the level where i was like yo facebook is gaining more th- from me than i am from it
1: mm.
0: it was Oof. at that level Oof. right because Knowledge. because because they make their money off advertising the more time you spend on it yeah. the more time they're, they're monetizing your time yeah. and data mining all your information so, I started to focus more on because I had my personal stuff and then the come up show stuff, true, like the come up true show word, right, right. Twitter face. So, I've focused a little more on the the public come up show stuff. Yeah. Uh,
1: but, yeah, when you, because you can just get caught up in it. Yeah. It's like, what's the point? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> why? dope. So, <laughs> why? I, another thing that's developed since
0: the last time you spoke. Um, you had like uh you know like i don't know who is like a licensing thing or a deal with an indie label mm-hmm. here in Toronto mm-hmm. and uh you know i don't know if a lot of people a lot of artists from the city or rappers hip hop get opportunities uh to do things like that uh, i want to know what you learned from that experience what you gained from it and uh you know what you could what you could tell us about it oh man so what was it? It was like uh, the album, which album? album?
1: Uh, Quest for Milk and Honey. Quest Black for Edition. Milk and Honey. Yeah, the Black Edition. The Black Edition. Black so Edition. you
0: released Quest for Milk and Honey and then you added more tracks. Four songs. Four songs. Changed the packaging, changed, changed the whole vibe of that. Like,
1: yeah. The packaging, it's crazy because I, uh, I based the the album cover and the promo and the direction I took based off of that one song, 40 For Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that The way that song, you know, sounded and felt is how i kind of packaged it uh but as for like what i learned is like yo if you operate like a label like yourself there's like there's almost there's almost no point in signing man honestly uh i just felt more sane doing it myself so so I'm doing o- o- it myself. <laughs> what in the first place enticed you
0: to agree to get into an agreement and to like say sign on a dotted you line?
1: You know, like yeah. promise certain things. Uh, you know, they tell you that this is gonna do this and this is gonna do this, and then when you don't see it, mm-hmm. it kind of really messes with you because it's like, so then what's the deal, right? Uh, man, I don't know, yo. It's like I wanted to try it out i thought it'd be cool like especially with such a like you know it's such a good album i'm over it now but like uh it's 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 a a good album that i thought like could be bigger and it barely went bigger honestly like it it didn't do too much uh yeah i wasn't like a fan of the whole process of being signed to a label either well, I wasn't signed, the album was signed. It was the album deal, right? Yeah, so what was so, it specifically? A licensing so, deal for the it's album? Much or much like, distribution. You know, it's yeah, it's a like, distribution dist- deal. Like, it, I don't know. Just call it like a an album deal, you know. It's yeah. it's, it's, it's it's distribution plus, you know, licensing plus so and so and so and so. So um but man, yeah, not a fan. Not a fan of it, honestly. Um working on everything myself now. I control the dates. I control where this goes. I control blah 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 blah. Um, I feel but good. Did you
0: give up some of that because it's because you already released the album and you're just re-releasing and adding a few tracks? Yeah. Was, so luckily, yeah, like yeah.
1: luckily, I had control over the art aspect. Yeah. yeah. Um, I control over like you know the videos, the music, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, which is great, hundred percent. Like that's like no one gets that opportunity, you know, to sign a deal and be able to keep their art the way they want it. Um, but like when it comes to like more technical stuff, uh, I just wasn't cool with, uh, personally. Um, that's no disrespect to them. It's just, hey. Yeah, well, first of all, we're
0: not naming them purposely because nah. I want you to be honest.
1: For sure. For so sure. So people can learn from that.
0: That's why I'm yeah, not man, naming like, them. Honestly, yeah, yeah, Like honestly,
1: yeah. yeah. like think about, uh, if you feel a way about signing a deal in the first place, don't sign it. Feel a way. Yeah. If you feel, if you feel a certain type of way, like if you're like, this was not really my goal, this is not really what I wanted to do, don't sign it. Because as soon as you do that, like, now your sanity is kind of placed in someone else's hands and how you feel is placed in someone else's hands because this is something you you didn't want to do in the first place and now you're doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I personally didn't want to sign uh, uh, when I was, like, you know, when I came in this game, like, yo, I'm going to be unsigned, I'm going to do this all myself, I'm going to own this, own that, blah, 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 blah. And that was my goal. That was my original goal. That was like, Pretty much what Chance is doing now, pretty much what Daniel Caesar is doing now. Like I want to, you know, own everything, you know, and like own my own stuff and have nobody try to put their name on it and try to take credit where it's not due. You know what I'm saying? Uh so with that, uh me me signing the deal was kinda like me signing that deal is is just you're going against what you you know been preaching about. You're going against what you've been talking about. What you are about, and I can't do that, man. Like I can't do that no more. You know what I'm saying? So everything's independent. So man. what drew drew you away then from the... disappointment? Consistent disappointment. No, of, I mean, I mean, if you like, said that is,
0: I came out to be independent, so yeah. what? Like what you know took you out of that? Like not being you know what's f- yeah, like yeah.
1: nothing yeah. really. Yeah. Like it's I think it was because okay, this is. Indie is an indie label. Yeah, it's short term. So yeah, let's, let's let's see how this works and, and if it works, let's let's build. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it, you it, probably thought you couldn't lose too much. Yeah, yeah. Like 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 what's the in you know? retrospect? Like yeah. I I didn't, mm-hmm. but I kind of did. You know, it's 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 a full length album. It's 17 songs. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I kind of lost that. That's kind of like. What do you mean you lost that?
0: It's out. What are you talking
1: about? It's out. Yeah, but it's like not mine 100% anymore. You know what I'm saying? Now it's shared. You know what I'm saying? So uh, like
0: going for whatever the royalties Exactly. Off-stream. It's not mine anymore. Okay.
1: So um which is cool, man. I've moved on. I'm on to on to the next project. Mm-hmm. Um and I made like my next album in such a short amount of time. Uh it was just super immediate. It, it needs to be dropped, you know, it needed to happen. So um, I'm just focused on like as a way to move on. Way to move on, like I'm done with everything in the past. Like you know, I'm done with like people trying to treat me a certain way. I'm done with all that 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 crap. I'm moving forward. So, yeah, man, that's that's been like the ride for like the past I don't know mm-hmm. six seven. Like since since about winter, like January ish. That's hmm. been that's been the deal.
0: Okay, so what what advice would you give to the other artists who weren't might be in that position?
1: Yo, if if you don't want to sign Matt, like every time you go into something, go in a hundred percent like yeah, I wanna do this. Cause if it's not a hundred percent, it then it's not something you should do. It should always be a hundred percent like, yeah, let, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Even like, even when I was convinced, I was still like not a hundred percent. I was kind of like eighty five that's not enough not in this game this game is dangerous this game is way too dangerous for you to not be a hundred percent about something so mm. yeah man
0: follow the gut the instinct
1: all the way. always all the time me all me. the guys, time geez been hard, trying way too hard jeez i've been going hard since the freaking start jeez i've been going hard for my freaking black. jeez all i see is marks on your freaking block jeez feelin like to get a dollar pick a spot jeez post up on the corner push for block the corner jeez feelin like i'm getting older, need a spot jeez get one for my pops and get one for my mama jeez negro ain't rich, this good
0: so as you mentioned you're 19 years old when would you say you started doing this like seriously?
1: Since about grade nine. How, was I, how fourteen. 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 Yeah, i yeah. say about four. Like uh I made a song hmm. with my what homies. With that? <laughs> 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 Go Sleep on Us, uh yeah. by Expert Detour. Expert worst Detour. worst worst name ever. I think did we talk about this last Maybe, time? Yeah. <laughs> Expert Detour. Expert Detour, worst, worst was... name ever, bro. Yeah. Um, with uh my Fellow friend, you know Jahil and Hezzy uh, yeah. I was on the song too, and I think after that song, like I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do this forever. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this seriously." Because that song, like, yo, I haven't a song hasn't done that well since the Avenue. Okay, so that song when we dropped it, it, it did like a thousand views in a night, and I was like, "Yo, a thousand and it kind of just stopped because it was garbage.
0: On YouTube or SoundCloud? Yeah, like, or? it was on YouTube. It's yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. It's still on YouTube. Yeah.
1: Um, but because of uh. Everybody was on Facebook. We're all young still. So like, yo, if this status gets 20 likes, yeah. I'll drop a new song. I got like 50. I was like, yo, yeah. let's go. Dropped it. It was trash. It was trash. <laughs> People said I had like the worst verse on there. And I was like, oh, okay, good to know. And then after I snapped for like, <laughs> from, from then on, I snapped. I was like, yo, I need to be better than these guys. Started writing a lot. Started, you know, trying to polish my sound. Mm-hmm. Dropped the first album in 2013. Dropped another one that was like, 10 times better than the first one in 2014 mm-hmm. which is like no time at all for some people mm-hmm. you know some people drop an album every year and it kind of just stays stagnant but I was like nah I'm, I'm trying to go hard 2015 dropped the mixtape t- t- snapped on everything killed mm-hmm. everything before it. from Milk and Honey 2016 and now yeah L- little mom I'm from the have little mom from the have that, I'm here now
0: that's that's a beautiful thing Uh, yeah and the reason why I wanted to ask about that, uh. For, uh you know, uh, like, I uh, I helped, like, a kid uh, who was, like, 14, 15 years old who wanted to, you know, rap and wanted yeah. to get into rapping, and he was nice. He put out a mixtape or two or whatever. But there's this kind of, like, uh, you're kind of sacrificing your youth, like, uh, in terms of this is the carefree phase of your life. If mm-hmm. you don't want to have any responsibilities at 14 to whatever... You don't gotta do nothing. You can just focus on homework, play ball with your friends, and that's it. Okay. Because once you get to say your mid twenties or early twenties or thirties, that's like you can't. You got yeah. responsibilities now, right? Yeah. So, so from fourteen to nineteen, you can you have to like really focus on on seriously, and you probably have for the rest of your life now. Mm. That you know, this phase is once it's gone, it's gone. Mm. Do you at all think about that
1: or no? I would say like. Around that time, mm-hmm. um, I wasn't worried about anything except making music, you mm-hmm. know? And, like, I think that's when music was the most fun, uh, for sure. Other than, like, right now, like, how I feel right now about making music is the most fun I've had in a really long time, and I'm really happy about that. Um, Of course, it's, there's always a balance, so it comes with some some, you know, business stuff that you just don't want to deal with and you don't care about. But back when there was no business, you know, it was just all music all the time like oh i'm gonna drop this i'm gonna put it out blah 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 so i don't know man it's all about how you go about it it's all about how you feel like you know if you're trying to like be an adult at at 15 don't do it because it's too early just give it until at least until 18 mm-hmm. you know that's when stuff starts you like you know you're done high school now you got to start thinking about the next step you know um but you're still young at that though like i'm I like people get it confused like i'm i'm different from a lot of my peers because i already knew what i wanted to do since grade nine and like i was like all right this is my focus and this is all i'm gonna do and that's what i kind of kind of mm-hmm. did and at this point like that's why i think that's why i get so you know frustrated about not being bigger and not being able to you know buy a car and not being able to move my mom out because I've been going hard and like I've been getting better at a crazy rate and it, it's just going unseen um, or at least in an artist's eyes like you're always you know you know how it is man like you always think something's underperforming uh, but yeah, yeah. If those are the frustrations and what are the things that you're happy about then? man the music people being excited about the music and finishing something finishing an album finishing a video completion Mm.
0: Yeah. It, it's it's uh it's funny because uh you know when I started the come up show um it was the first time I did I uh connected something that was fun and also work at the same time. Yeah. Right? Those two things like before that it was like fun was fun and then work was work or yeah. homework was homework and fun is fun. Yeah. But then those two worlds came together where I was doing something I was creating I was contributing I was You know, on radio, which is a professional thing, but I was having fun, and I was like, "Yo, what is this?" (laughs) I'm having fun and I'm being productive at the same time. Yeah,
1: man, it's. Did you was Did you have a similar process like that, or no? I guess I think um, I think I thought like that before it became more of a work thing. I think I was like, "Yo, I want my job to be fun." That's what that was. So I kind of knew earlier. Like Mm -hmm. who, like I went through like a lot of different you know thinking stages. It's like, who wants to be stuck at a, you know, a job that's not fun, you know? Like, I was working here and there, and I hated it. it's like, this sucks. Why don't I just have fun doing something? So, Mm. music was, like, the perfect thing. And it, like, it started, you know, making me some change, man. Mm And, like, it's fun, man. What was the first thing that made you change? What was the first paycheck
0: that you got in music? Probably had to be for a show.
1: Probably first yeah, yeah, I think it was a show still. Yeah. Um Do you remember? I gotta kinda run this back. Yeah and give you guys a little bit of history. All right, so Please. my first official show was the Known Unknown with Tika. So that shout was to Tika. Shout out to Tika, bro. Yeah. Uh twenty thirteen. Okay. Twenty thirteen album came out, then I had it. Yeah, yeah. So twenty thirteen, right before school started again. That so that summer. Mm-hmm. Um then, you know, had the hat, currently entitled came out December 2013 then it was 2014 working on project two now but I, I was like nowhere in project two flame princess was made the summer of so i didn't get no like real paid shows i think until about 2014 mm. nah 2015 maybe 2014 maybe 2014 but I'm pretty sure it's like late 2014 2015. So how far into your so, craft of like working working is oh, like uh, 2014 for sure. Uh I this is the earliest I remember actually. I think in 2014 I opened for GoLink. Yeah yeah. I, yeah. I opened for GoLink at the tat, at Tattoo. Okay. And I think that's when I, I that's the earliest uh, like I I've had I remember earlier shows but I think that's the earliest I got paid for a show. And that was like that was I got to meet Golden real real, real quick. He probably yeah. doesn't remember who I am, but that's cool. That's uh, when he
0: had the God Complex out. Yeah, yeah.
1: that yeah. was that album like ruined me. It I was like his album. How, yeah, yeah, God Complex. I'm like, yo, how do you rap like this, bro? I was so yeah. confused. I'm like, this is crazy. Like I'm like, though, this guy's my favorite rapper, and just I was confused. Plus the sounds that he yo, had, I was like, what is this? Yeah, in the Future Bounce, right? Yeah. So I was like, yo, this is crazy. What? Yeah, that that album really messed me up. But yeah. I was like. wait when did i mm, something something's kind of i think i mixed something up there i might have mixed something up there i did that tattoo show was 2015 i think because i think 2014 i first heard gold link right yeah and then um yeah i first heard gold link for the first time i think in may and uh a year later i was opening for him that's mm, how that story wow. goes that's how that story goes and that was the first page yeah. what did it feel
0: like getting the the, the the dollars like the money the first
1: time ever performing i was for cool. adult show as well too yeah toronto was sleeping i'll tell you that that crowd oh my gosh they were not feeling me like <laughs> they you know what like they kind of were but like i don't know they were sleeping at, i wasn't as big you know i was still making my come up uh yeah. it's funny jacoy went first Oh yeah, yeah. Jacoy wow. went first and then then I went. And then go So I was like direct support. Oh sick. Yeah, direct support. Wow. Uh so shout outs to Ian McNeil for putting me on that show. Yeah. Um but yeah. Yo, yeah, Toronto was sleeping. That was a CMW show that. That was C M W, yeah. And it was crazy. Like it like it for me, like it felt really cool because it was like my biggest show I've mm-hmm. ever done. Mm-hmm. Um the set was pretty cool. Uh new songs that I haven't performed before. That was before, yo, so, like, I performed Coolest Loser at that show, and I performed Quest for Look uh, sorry, Hallelujah at that show, off mm-hmm. of Quest for Muka Honey. So, that's how old those songs are. Wow. Yeah, Coolest Loser was, like, the first song done on that on Quest for Muka Honey, which came out, like, a year and, and some later, so, mm-hmm. yeah. And I what dropped. do you do, uh, what happens to you when people are not feeling you? <laughs> yo, like, these days, like, I don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah but before a, though, before I would get cheese. <laughs> like, you know what's funny? Like, the way I would get cheese is yeah, like, I need you to yeah. Like, I'll get cheese. Like, people can know they'll know that I'm mad. Yeah. But the most I'll do. Yeah. Is I think I'll like look at a person until they start saying like what I'm like if I say say this. Yeah. And they're not doing it, I'll keep looking at them until they do it, make them uncomfortable. That's what I used to do, right? <laughs> <laughs> so i would do that as like you'll say, say it say the words right yeah um until like i think i kind of started shifting mm-hmm. um when i kind of had a bad experience at uh at what's it called uh manifesto i was gonna say that yeah i was so at that show that one was so i know you're thinking I, about I, that show spectrum too. Yeah. yeah so is yeah. the thing yeah. Yeah. so the audio at that show was terrible by the way uh oh, yeah. the microphone microphone was only working through one speaker and like uh, the music was muffled whatever blah, blah 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 that was that was that was a, that was a cool show so i stepped down into the crowd now right because i want people to say it and there's one girl right this, this one specific girl uh was it saying it so i like put my arm around her so like we're gonna say this together right but then she pushed me off and like that was the first time i was like yo what the heck like i thought we were having fun like i thought we were just like you know and she was not feeling like I don't know, and she was like in the front too. It's like why are you in the front then? Like if you're not gonna enjoy it, like I like I understand people like enjoy music differently, but I think it wasn't even the fact that she was like not saying it. I think the push was kind of like okay, I don't know what that was, but I don't like that. It could be dangerous for me, uh, cause she could say one thing, I could say another. And it's it's my word against, you know, hers. And, and being, you know, a rapper, I'm kind of not in the best, you know, I'm not in the best, you know, situation here. So from that show, I think a lot changed. Uh, I made, like, I would still do the same thing, look at people, and make sure they say a word. But if they're, like, not with it, then I'll just move on from them because they're not important. Mm. You know what
0: I'm saying? I, and I guess going back to, you know, opening up for Sunreal, whatever, how did you, did your show change at all your performance
1: i think i just i think it was just great practice for me uh vocals like the main thing i focus on when it comes to shows is making sure people hear me and making sure i sound good when people hear me because a lot of these rappers man you hear them live and you just don't hear them (laughs) you know uh or they perform over their tracks and like i was always like a fan of just like like flexing my skill and showing them like yo i could actually do this i don't need the you know my vocal track here for me to like kill a show and be entertaining at the same time. So it was like good stamina uh building, good practice and just good like energy uh and just re- like really practicing practicing that's what that tour was for me. For
0: dope, sure. dope. Uh yeah, because I was thinking about that manifesto Yo, show. Yo, that
1: manifesto show like it was it was You're cool. cheese. Yeah. Like it's funny because as cheesed as you may saw me at like at, like what it looks like to you, I'm not as mad as it looks to you guys. So, like, I would put this face on, like, I need everybody doing this, blah, blah, blah. And I'll look real mad, like, because people are not doing it. But I'm not that cheese, because as soon as I step off the stage, I'm like, ah, oh, that was great. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. But I think that was the first time I got off the stage, because, like, once I'm on stage, it's a show. Like, now it's a show, right? As soon as I got off stage, bro, that, that, like, I was just thinking about that girl. I was like, yo, what was up with that girl? Like, and, But then, like, I had to start thinking about myself, like, yo, what if that was a different type of girl and, like, kind of decided to say that I did something that I didn't do, you know? So that was very scary. Hmm. Uh, And I was, how old was I? That's 2015, right? So I'm 19 now. So 17? Yeah. 16, maybe? I was like, yeah, yeah, about. So Hmm. that was, yeah, man. Not a not a move. That mm. was not a move at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I I feel like when you're like when th- you kind of like you kind of have to show that you're always having a good time yeah. as a performer. Yeah, for sure. Because then we can get if you are putting too much pressure on us on the audience to yeah. feel you, then we can feel that awkwardness and it doesn't. Yeah, i really my my show people. my
1: show has molded a lot since uh, just that time. It mm. was 2015. you know? yeah, that was two years ago. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and and it's it's funny because like a lot of people don't really change much in that amount of time yeah but me like i'm always trying to figure out a way to just yeah taught myself like right after something is done right Mm. after i do something so yeah man like my show is so different now like it's 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 super fun now Mm. uh it's you know and like i got more people on my side now uh my skills enhanced and yeah man people kind of know me too so it's like all right cool yeah if you're listening to this, you are most likely
0: subscribed to the Come Up Show podcast. But if you're not, we're available on all platforms, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio, and many more. If you have an iPhone, iPad, Mac computer, I'd really love and appreciate your rating and review of the Come Up Show podcast. It'll make a huge difference in the visibility of the podcast, which means more listeners and securing high quality guests. Be a part of the growth of the Come Up Show podcast and give your boy a five-star rating and review. This is one of the biggest things you could do for the Come Up Show and it only takes a second. Click the link in the description below, rate and review the Come Up Show podcast. I truly appreciate it. So let's take it back to 2010 where like you were hit by a car on the intersection of Jane and Weston. Jeez, the ends. Yeah. Uh,
1: (laughs) What happened? (laughs) Uh... So I was gonna I was on my way to meet Hesi yeah. because he moved to uh he moved to why well, am I forget? Richmond Hill. He moved to Richmond Hill. Yeah. So he wasn't going to my school anymore. So it was summer. I was like, yo, like, let's meet at uh, uh Roselands, which is the school we used to go to, our, our primary school, our second, well his third I think, but my second primary school. And we're like, yo, let's play some ball, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm excited, yo. I haven't seen this guy in time. So I am on Western Road. So, I need to cross it. So, Western and Jane intersection, right? So, I need to cross the street. uh, To make this easier, I just need to go straight uh, to catch the bus uh, going the opposite way I was running. So, as I was going straight, a car was going the same direction as me, but then it made a left. So, as I was going straight, it made a left, and then we collided. Mm. And then, uh, I just thought I was asleep. I thought I was in bed. uh, Because... you get hit you don't really know you get hit because it wasn't like i was conscious the whole time uh it was like it's kind of like i blacked out a little bit all i remember hearing is like a, a maybe a horn but i heard a thud and it was just all black everything moving fast and then i was like i remember rolling then i wake up and like i'm on the floor i'm i'm, I'm confused and like i don't even know if i cried or I was like, oh, man, like, what like what the heck? I think it was, like, I wasn't in pain. It's just, like, what happened, you know? Like I, I look at my leg, and, like, the bone is, like, popped up, you know? And I'm like, is my leg, like, I'm like, I don't, like, I did not think my leg was broken. I thought, like, my leg was reacting to, like, what just happened. Like, you know, so, some adrenaline type stuff. So I got up, tried to walk, and I kind of just fell. And I just sat there, and then, like... People came, lifted me, brought me to the sidewalk. It was pretty crazy. It was was nuts, and I was there, and they had to put me in a splint, my leg in a splint. Uh, What was the damage? Pardon?
0: What was the damage? Like, what did you broken
1: tibia, fibula, fractured ankle? Yeah, yeah. It was it was bad though because like when they tried to put me in the splint, the way my bone was broken, it was pop. So they had to put me in the direction on it and it's like, you don't even cry, you kind of scream. It's that bad, but it's so like, it's funny, because it's it's really bad, but it's only bad when you're moving it, or touching it, or whatever, and then, you know, brought me to the hospital, the guy was struggling to do x-rays, because I was in so much pain, and yeah, man, Mm. it was, it was, but luckily, it was a broken leg, and like a couple scratches, I wasn't even bleeding that much, it was like, skin was kind of peeled off, Uh, you know, no head damage, nothing like that, but, You know compartment syndrome in my leg, and you know crushed bone and things like that. Like yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. uh,
0: So that was like 2010. So you were like what 12 years old or something? 13. 13 years old. Oh like a kid basically.
1: Yeah, I was I was super young and like it's like that never really affected me. Yeah. Until like it did at the time, of course, because it's you know I'm in a hospital for three weeks. Like I want to go home, stuff like that. And, uh, I think when I, uh, I think more recently, uh, I started thinking about like, Oh, that was kind of, that was kind of messed up. Wasn't it? It was kind of scary. Wasn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, 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 like just, just like replaying the whole thing. Like yeah. just like from the, like this, like the 10 second blackout to like, you know, being carried and then waiting for my mom. I think somebody saw it on the news too. And they said, please don't tell me like that's your son, like to, to my mom. And then it ended up being me, which is crazy. Um, I think you know, yeah, the news was there. I think for a little bit, stuff like that. I tried mm-hmm. to Google like the that day and like the it doesn't come up though. Could have find it, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, this is kind of messed up. I could have died. Can uh, mm-hmm. you know? I remember my dad's pastor saying like, there's a reason you're you're here. And honestly, I thought it was to do you know art because I was like drawing cart I was drawing a lot of cartoons. I wanted to make a you know a cartoon show, and that got changed. You know, in grade nine, but. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah, man, could have died. Like, people, two people, I think two or one person died the next week getting hit by a car in that same intersection. Not even same intersection, but oh, okay. just, just like, just hearing it on the news, being in the hospital, you mm-hmm. know, like seeing that. Shh, like, oh shoot, that could have been me. Yeah, easy. Wow, easy.
0: Speaking of the West End, you represent West the West End. West, what area West of the West End? Weston.
1: End. Weston. End. West End. The <laughs> town of Weston. Yo, it's crazy because Weston yeah. is like its own town actually. Like it's, like. Uh, When you're at, like, Jane and Lawrence, Mm -hmm. um, as you, like, drive into, like, towards Weston Road, it says, now entering Weston or something like that. Or, like, it says, welcome to Weston. Mm -hmm. So, Weston's actually, like, a town. So, yeah, Weston. Weston's not too big either. You know, it's just from, you know, like, Lawrence and Jane to about, what, what is that road? I don't know. But it's not too big. It's but like a, you call it home. Like you feel yeah, like no. it's home to you. Of like no,
0: there's nothing like it. And you said like he almost forced you to grow up with like a spine.
1: Yeah. Why? What do you mean? What? I wouldn't say it's so much the area, but more of why we live in the area or why we live in the house that we do. You know what I'm saying? So we weren't like poor. But we weren't, like, well off, you know? So there's still work to be done, always. You know, Mom, my mom would work during the week, but then work somewhere else on a Saturday. Um, my brother had a job, but, you know, it's my brother's job. <laughs> uh, I didn't have a job, obviously, because I was too young at the time. But, like, just... just Like, so much stuff makes a lot more sense when you get older and kind of look back at it and look where money goes and how it moves and why we do what we do or, like, you know, things like that. So, like, growing up a little bit, like, growing up not well off or growing up, like, stressing sometimes about paying a bill or stressing sometimes about that forced me to work harder. And because I don't want to worry about that stuff because that's, like, who cares about that stuff? Like, and, like the world is such a beautiful place and things can be so simple, but like there's people that are just greedy. And because of people's greediness, it's not, it's not, a, it's not easy to live. Well, you know, to eat healthy costs so much more money than to buy a burger at McDonald's. You know, I want to eat healthy. I want to have bills paid for on time. I want my parents bills to be paid for on, on time. You know what I'm saying? Cause my dad lives in Mississauga. Um, so I'll go there sometimes, but like you kind of see it's like stuff I don't want to like really get into too much uh, in terms of like I don't want to like out here, you know, talking bank account numbers and stuff like that. But just like seeing that things are not that easy and I'm not saying like, you know, it should be easy or it's weird, you know, like I don't know if I'm kind of getting through, but it's like things are things are hard. Things were hard. Like, we weren't the poorest in the world. Like, I can't lie and be like, yo, like, where I'm from, like... Like, people do get shot where I'm from and stuff like that. And then people do get killed. Do got killed on Weston, like, you know, this past year. And then someone else got killed or shot off a bike on Weston. And then something happened at Jaden Fall staff right after. Like, it was, like, consecutive. But I can't, like, lie and be like I had, like, the hardest life. Like, I lived in a basement with, like my eight siblings I, I don't have eight siblings but like I, but like i can't you know i just know like some things were were a lot more difficult and it is difficult and it's still a process it's still working it's still a grinding thing like it's of course you could get a job and get by but you can only get by you know what i'm saying you can't level up you can't like you stay at this this low mid-class range for the rest of your life. Like, who wants to do that? Like, I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, to live at low mid-class forever and not be able to, like, go somewhere nice with my friends, buy something nice for my friends or, you know, my family, things like that. You just kind of stay at this low mid-class and your entire life is literally getting by. And that's kind of where we've been. It's just been getting by. Sometimes we would fall under that. Sometimes, you know, might be able to do something nice once in a while. But, like, it was always, like, you're getting by. You'll fall under it for a little bit. You kind of bounce back. Fall under it a little bit. Kind of bounce back. Because perfect example is this. You can have a credit card with a, a limit of $5,000, right? You could, with $5,000 credit limit, you could walk into EB Games, you know, with a kid, and you could buy that kid, like, three like Nintendo Wiis and an Xbox One or a PS4 or whatever. To that kid, like, you look rich. You're like, oh, this guy has money. But you know that it's credit, and you got to pay that back. And you got to work very hard to pay that credit limit back. Then you have bad credit. Then it spirals. And then it gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. You look rich. You could kind of feel rich for a little bit, but it's not really your money. So mm-hmm. yeah. you're on borrowed time. Yeah, borrowed. It's credit. not. It's like. Never so does that really, drive you then? Always, man. I don't want to worry about that stuff. That stuff I don't want to care about. Like, I want to make music. Be happy. You know, remember to eat. I want to eat breakfast. You know, I don't really eat breakfast, but I want to eat breakfast. I want to always have something in the fridge. Where like, okay, I could have breakfast, like a healthy breakfast today, like a full breakfast so like I can eat lunch and blah 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 blah. And I could feel better physically. Cause you shouldn't be feeling like crap as human beings, you know, like you shouldn't like you shouldn't feel like like, oh, I don't wanna get up. Like that's not that's not a way of living, you know what I'm saying? I just don't wanna worry about that stuff mm. at all. And that's been like a major push, a major drive for me. this hard not saying that when i when i'm at that level i'm going to slack off because i'm just like i'm super interested in making music and you know making art like i want to do great great things Like I haven't even announced it. Two officially
0: or what? Ah, like man. The, you three? know, every You're album. You're is official. Every album is official Great.
1: because I've done every album, released the exact same way. It's just it gets bigger every time. Beautiful. So Becoming a Gentleman, first project, 2013. Project 2, 2014, second album. Uh, mixtape by Claremont the yep. Second. Only mixtape. That's a mixtape. That's that's a mixtape. Those are not a, my that's beats. That's why you call that a mixtape. It's a mixtape for real. Those yeah. are not my beats except one song on there. Um, Quest for like a Honey original release date twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's four. That's third album. And then the black edition, you know, so like you know special edition version, you know, twenty sixteen as well, or was it twenty seventeen? Twenty seventeen, I think. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Like January. Yeah. Yeah. So so that and 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 now I got. I got the next project. That's what so, I love.
0: Claremont, what, uh, what is inspiring you overall? Overall, just inspiring you lately, like
1: movies, and yeah. my favorite artist getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, yeah, I man, movies are just great. Uh, different ways of telling stories. Uh, different ways of shooting stories—how they look, how they're colored, uh, things like that. Directly, you by your, uh, your favorite artists, uh, uh, so my favorite music artists mm-hmm. getting bigger and bigger. So, like, uh, Kendrick Lamar, like, what he's doing now is ridiculous. It's crazy because I remember my friend first showing me a Kendrick track when we were younger, and like, oh, well, this guy's good. And I started getting more into him. Um, it's crazy how I got more into him later in TDE because Charles Gambino dropped royalty. Right when I was in 2012, I think, or whatever, and I heard Chance the Rapper for the first time on Royalty. and I was like, Yo, who's this guy? This guy's voice is sick, but also on Royalty, um, he had Schoolboy Q and App Soul on that project, right? And uh, like I used to hear Schoolboy Q here and there, um, because he was on ASAP Rocky's brand new guy. I'm like, yo, this guy is snap, this guy is crazy, and then. From there, it's kind of how I got into Ab Soul a lot. Then I got into Q. Then I'm like, oh, Kendrick's a part of the same camp. And like I'm listening to Kendrick here and there too on YouTube. And I think the first like album like I downloaded, or not the first, but like one of the earliest albums I downloaded and thoroughly went through and like my mind started progressing was Good Kid Mad City. Because Rap Genius was still like starting to pop off too. So I would go there. And kind of see, like, what the story was, and, 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 like, so that that was, you know, so to see where he was then, to, mm-hmm. like, doing a stadium tour, and selling out, like, every show at the stadium tour. For sure. It was ridiculous, and, like, humble how fast that video, like, I thought that video was amazing, how fast oh, yeah. that video blew up. I'm like, yo, this guy's about to take the top spot, because not only is the video crazy, but, like, I've seen his numbers before, and how they move at what times they move and uh you know in what amount of time they move and this is going to be the biggest year this guy's ever had and like Mm -hmm. and it's crazy and like to pimple butterfly changed the way i approached music entirely that changed the way i i I, like approached it like just okay how am i going to start this like and that kind of also inspired me to go more in the direction that i wanted to go to in the first place which was like r&b uh real instrumentation here and there you know throw it in here uh also like how it's mixed too like sonically how it sounds how it sounds old like that's that's one thing i like to blend to the old school with like you know some news like there's always that element of warmth that old things like from from movies to music everything in the old school was warmer That's what people don't, like, really pay attention to. But when you look at it, everything was warmer. From the colorings to certain movies, like, it was warmer. It just looked warmer, and it looked more authentic, and it looked real. Uh, Like, just seeing, like, grain and scratches and things like that, it just has, like, like authenticity to it. But, like, when something, like, who's talking about it? Quentin Tarantino, he was talking about digital films versus film films like yeah yeah so yeah so film and he's like digital like seeing something that's shot digitally digit digitally and knowing that it's shot digitally doesn't do anything for him but like seeing film like it 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 does something you know it makes you feel a certain way so i watched dunkirk in 70 millimeter film which is like the highest format of uh of, of film and like if that movie was shot on a digital camera it would not be the same movie it, it, like there's a there's like there's things you could you make like to an average person is watching a movie they're not gonna really pick up on things like that but they'll know that something is different or they'll they'll know like this movie makes me feel a certain way because of the way it's done even though I don't know what it is right if that movie was shot on digital it would not look the same it would not feel the same and it was like you know so like movies are back to the root <laughs> movies are inspiring uh just just directors and, and and Kendrick Lamar and, and 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 Smino and saba like watching all these smaller guys do it so like saba Smino uh cousin Stiz Kyle Kyle is one of the like the reason why he's such a you know inspiration to me too is because I remember hearing Fruit Snacks uh years ago I think I was in grade 10 I don't know grade 10 or uh, either way uh his album, Beautiful Loser, came out when he was, what, 19, I think? And, like, I'm 19 or whatever. Um, and, like, I, I remember hearing Fruitsnaz. I'm like, yo, Kyle is sick. And I remember listening to it, blah, 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 blah. And, like, I've been following his career. Then I Spy came out. It's not my favorite song by him, like, to be completely honest. But I still, like, like him uh, a lot. Like, he's one of my favorite artists. And now this guy is, like, famous. Mm. Like, that I Spy song is known everywhere. And, yeah, because Yachty's on it. But now people know Kyle. And it's just, like, watching that happen is is super sick. I got to meet Smino this year. I got to meet Sava this year. Uh, So that was also a big thing. Like, these are people that I've I've been following for a little bit, Mm. you know? Um, And, like, just to kind of shake hands with them. And, like, although conversations are not super long, but they're, like, very, you know... Approachable. They're there. Like, that's how I know this year was a different year. And, uh, you know, like... Meeting these people is very inspiring for sure. Uh, Joseph Chilliams was also at the Sh- Saba show, super cool guy. I, I like DM him like once in a while and he'll reply. Like, it's super sick. Like, it, he's, he's a cool guy. And like, his project just came out, mm-hmm. Henry Church, super dope, one of the most creative writers. And like, watching these smaller guys do it and know that I'm kind of rising too, and knowing where I'm going to end up is also inspiring to me too. So, like I could see it like, okay, I could see the song blowing up and then being like, yo. Uh, I like your stuff, blah blah blah. And I'll be like, hey, uh I you probably don't remember, but we actually met before, you know, you, you know, I know you didn't think nothing of it, but yeah, like I'm a big fan of you too, blah blah, you know, and
0: uh Claire, anything else that you wanted to say to the people right now who are uh tuning in.
1: Man, thank you guys so much for for messing with me and, and liking the music and liking what I'm doing. It's very much appreciated, honestly. This is for me, uh, but it's also for you guys and and nobody's more important than the people. The industry doesn't matter to me. the people matter to me'cause those the people are the people who are gonna talk about you, spread your stuff and 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 they'll love you the most. The industry doesn't love you, they don't love artists like you know like you think that they do, but they don't, and you know, shout outs to the people, thank you guys so much man mm-hmm. i I can't express enough how much I appreciate it, and yo do what you want to do man in, in this in this world except illegal things <laughs> but you know when it comes like you know when people think that your, your dream is stupid just be like alright and do it anyways you know what I'm saying if you really want to make something happen for yourself whether it be you know in the arts you know what's crazy mm-hmm. you know how much people you know how much children want to do art and then it gets shut down so fast like a lot of people want to do art but like you're like, okay, well, like what's your real real career? And they get shut down so fast. Like I know I remember everybody was drawing. I remember we were all making comic books and stuff like that. And then like that just kind of stops eventually. And everybody else is like, Oh yeah, I'm going to school for this and just safe going route. to work for th- yeah, it's like a safe thing, you know. So just, just do what you want to do, man. Mm. Trust your gut too. That's important. That's I've learned that a lot this year. So yeah, I'm talking too much, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, thank you for Claremont. For coming on
0: the Come Up Show, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for having Excited me. Excited for the it. little mop from the app. Little ab. mop from the app. Hey. Yeah, it's going to be sick. It's going
1: to be cool.
0: Thank you for tuning in to my interview with Claremont II. He was also featured in our audio documentary that we made called Northern Stars. If you have not, checked that out. It's available on our SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you listen. If this is your first time tuning in, and subscribe to the Come Up Show podcast. We've got the best interviews on lock. It's your boy Chetto. Thank you for tuning in. I catch y'all next Wednesday. Peace.